amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another On My Mind podcast episode. I am your host, Ava Jules. You probably already knew that. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. I The only thing I wish about podcasts is that sometimes I really would love to have that instant interaction because when I'm saying stuff and you know when I'm venting when I'm spilling spitting facts or just whatever I'm saying I would love some interaction some conversation you know I guess that would literally just be a phone call but anyway thank you for tuning in today for coming to listen to my thoughts for what I have to say this episode is going to be an extra fun one you already know by the title this episode is going to be juicy with a capital J Okay, I'll get into that in a second here, but I just wanted to say, hey, catch up a little bit. I don't know why, but the last few days I have just felt so off and like not myself and I don't know, just in this very weird and unusual mood. I have just been feeling like extra tired, extra lethargic. I don't really know what it is, what's causing it. I'm really trying my best to like pull myself out of that mood. Fun fact, a mere three or four hours ago, I was in my car sobbing. (laughs) clearly I'm doing a little bit better and it's just crazy because it really took a lot for me to like pull myself out of that mood because it was already midday it was like 12 p.m when I was in this just state and I was almost just like you know what the rest of the day is already wasted there's no point in trying to get out of this and make the rest of the day good I'm just gonna wallow in this and kind of just consider this day like a scratch and I'll try again tomorrow but then I was like you know what even if it is midday I still have the rest of the day to figure this out and have a good rest of the day and so that's what I'm doing right now trying to make the best out of the last few hours of this day it's currently 4 p.m and you know what it's the little wins here because I don't know I'm just proud of myself for doing that because sometimes it's really hard to do that and you know there's even times when the whole day is just kind of gone and ruined almost and you know it's okay to have days like that where your whole day is just consumed by whatever you're feeling that's very normal too but today I was like you know what I am not gonna let this feeling this mood bring me down longer than it needs to because I was just feeling bad about myself and I was like Ugh, I literally hate this feeling and so here we are I'm on the podcast now and I'm very happy doing so because this is something that I love to do so if you're ever in a really bad mood I just feel like you have to get up, force yourself to do something that brings you a lot of joy, whatever that is. I know sometimes it's harder to do that than others, but just try. You never know. You might be able to turn your day around. So with that being said, the mood for this episode is not, oh, I'm in a bad mood. I'm sad. No, no, no. We are talking about the craziest, juiciest boy stories from you guys. 
So I'm not going to be in a sad mood while I'm reading this. You know what? That's not the that's not the vibe today. The vibe is me reading your guys' craziest boy stories, experiences, relationship experiences, whatever, and react to them. I, I'm very interested to see what kind of emails came through here. I have wanted to do an episode like this since I knew I was starting a podcast. I was like, you know what? One day I'm going to ask the listeners to write in and I want them to tell me their craziest like boy stories, relationship stories, and I'm going to react to them and read them on the podcast. And so this is a dream come true. It really is. There is just nothing better than hearing other people's drama when it's like not your own because you get all the juice, you get all the tea, you get all the excitement without that horrible feeling that comes along with it. Because let's be real, I feel like most of the good stories that we have, they're very traumatizing in the moment and it's not fun to go through that. But you do come out of these experiences with a good story, possibly a good laugh, Maybe a good lesson sometimes, I hope. There's just nothing I love more than sharing boy stories with a friend. And when a friend comes to me and tells me the crazy shit that's happened to them or that they've done over a boy, it just brings out this side of me, this excitement. And I'm like, give me more. I love to consume this stuff. (laughs) I don't know if that's horrible. I hate going through boy drama and boy stuff. But in hindsight, it's like, wow, now when I'm sitting around the campfire, I have stories to tell. Ha ha ha. So anyway, this episode is going to be so fun. It's not really one where I give advice because most of these stories are in the past. It's just going to be pure entertainment for you, for me. I forget which friend was telling me this, but she was saying how she feels like you haven't truly lived until you've had a batshit crazy boy or like relationship experience. And you know what? That that might unfortunately be right. I have a few crazy experiences of my own. Am I ready to share some of those on the podcast? No, <laughs> not yet. We're not there yet. But I do feel like because I am literally, I was about to say I'm literally exploiting my viewers <laughs> for their stories. No, 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 no. I feel like this is You know, you guys wrote in willingly. I didn't force any of you to write in. And let me just say, we got like 300, 400 emails with crazy boy stories. Like what? That is insane. What a universal experience it is to have shitty experiences with men. (laughs) I feel like a lot of this episode is going to be me making fun of boys and men. So if you can't handle that, probably want to click off. This episode is for whoever wants to consume entertainment that's basically talking shit about guys and the crazy stuff that happens with them. Okay, we're going to kick off this episode. I do feel like I need to contribute at least one story here because, you know, like I said, I do have my fair share and it would only be right to at least share one. This story isn't really like a boy experience. It's something that I did that was crazy because a boy made me crazy which is a whole other argument about how women aren't actually crazy. It's just the men and the boys that make us crazy. Anyway, that's an argument for another time, whatever. Yeah, this wasn't like an actual like boy experience, but I was basically so obsessed with this one boy in high school, like, you know, a little unhealthily obsessed. And looking back, this is just so funny to me because I really thought I was like onto something. But basically, I'm so embarrassed to admit this and I cannot believe that I'm actually putting this out on the internet. But there was a point, you know, when Snapchat stories were the shit and everyone had like a private story. I don't have a private story anymore, but I used to and I used to go off. And so one day I was like, wouldn't it be low-key evil and epic if I made a pretend private story that I pretended was like for all of my best friends, all of my close friends, but I only add this one guy on there, but he'll never know that he's the only one on there. <laughs> to this day, I don't know if he like, re- oh my God, if he's listening to this, why would he be listening to this? I don't know. I can't worry about that. You know, whatever. It's in the past. I was, I was a little crazy, but again, 
I was only crazy because I was made to be that way. But anyway, I guess I can't put all the blame on someone else. But I would literally post stuff on this private story with just this singular boy. And I was posting some like mm, weird stuff. Not like, you know, I'm not posting scandalous things, but I was just posting me pretending that I was out. Like I would just take pictures that looked like I was you know, doing stuff, I was out. I do not want to elaborate further because I am literally so embarrassed, but he would always view these stories and I was like, wow, I wonder if he's thinking about me right now. <gasps> oh, you know, I would never do that now, but it's funny to think back and think about how I literally thought I was onto something. I was like, I'm going to make him obsessed with me. I'm going to post stuff that makes him wonder where I am, who I'm with. And little does he know, all of it is essentially fake. <laughs> Oh, poor, poor high school Ava really doing the most out here. I still don't know if he ever like caught on to the fact that that wasn't my actual private story. But anyway, that's my little story. But it's time to dive into these entries. I asked you guys on my Instagram to email the podcast Instagram with your craziest relationship or boy story. And you guys did not disappoint. There were so many entries, so many of you who wrote in and I truly appreciate your time and effort into doing so. It really doesn't go unnoticed and I appreciate you so much. Obviously, I can't get into every single one of them, but what I can promise is that all of these stories that I'm about to read will keep you very entertained. So if you're on a hot girl walk right now, keep strutting, babe. You are doing amazing. If you're in the car, buckle up. If you're standing up, maybe sit down because some of these stories, I just have a feeling are going to be insane based on the subject line of some of these. I am literally so excited to read your juicy little crazy boy stories. Let's get started. And if you want to participate in the future, make sure you follow the podcast Instagram at mymindpod because I always let you guys know when I'm doing an episode like this. Hi, Ava. I love you and the pod so much. Thanks for giving your fans the chance to vent about our crazy lives. Oh, girl, you are so welcome. You know I literally eat this shit up. <laughs> Let's just say I was with this guy for over six years on and off, very toxic. Well, I caught him cheating on me and I obviously got super upset. Oh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Whenever I confronted him about it, he said, well, just cheat on me back and we will be even. I won't get mad. Did I cheat on him back? No. Did I stay with him for almost three years after this? Dot, 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 dot. Unfortunately, yes. <gasps> Girl. <laughs> Are you okay? I would be so traumatized. First of all, six years is a long time to be with somebody and for you to catch him and him trying to find a little loophole by being like, you can do it back so it cancels out. This is not math this is not pemdas like things don't cancel out <laughs> like that does not cancel out not him trying to gaslight you is that like is that gaslighting i don't know that is crazy are you recovered from this i feel like i would literally be traumatized for so long if men have anything it is literally the audacity for him to say you can just cheat on him back wow wow what a guy. And I don't blame you for staying after because, you know, that obviously might have not been the best thing to do. But I don't know. I feel like everyone gets caught up in stuff like that and it's really hard to leave. So I don't blame you for that. I know it's really hard when stuff like that happens. But for anyone listening in the future, if this happens to you, <laughs> leave. Respectfully, leave. At that point, there's probably no reason to stay. But thanks for sharing your story, queen. I hope 
that you have processed this trauma and I am scared for the future girls that this man might date. So many stories come to mind, but the main one has to be when I pulled up to my boyfriend's, ex's now, house to apologize for something he did and I heard his entire family talking about me. He said some mean things earlier in the day and I went over to apologize. This was years ago in high school. I'm 21 now and would never. I know when to apologize. When I got to his house, his entire family were all talking about how they thought I was ugly and didn't stay. <gasps> Hello? and didn't understand why he was with me and I heard him say he was bored and felt like he was doing a good thing. I broke up with him the next day. That is probably the best story I have, so I hope it is interesting enough. <gasps> Girl, yes, that is interesting enough. I cannot believe you caught that in action. That is literally so sad. I think I would genuinely break down and start crying if I heard my boyfriend's family talking about me, especially like calling you ugly that mm -mm, that is not nice you know it's one thing like behind closed doors to be talking with your family about but you guys weren't even exes yet like that is his current girlfriend you which he was talking about like you guys were still together that is weird you definitely dodged a bullet queen honestly go you for breaking up with him the next day we love a strong queen because i feel like some people would just pretend that it never happened but good for you you honestly probably dodged a lot of future in-law drama mm, mm -hmm. so look at it like that <laughs> Hi, Eva. Okay, so here goes nothing. My boyfriend and I of three years were living together in our apartment and one day he literally up and left. I go, girl, what do you mean? Hello? He had been talking for a few months before this of wanting to move out west. We were living on the East Coast in New York. So one day he packed most of his belongings up and left. Side note, during this time, he also admitted to cheating on me for the past year of our relationship and broke up with me over text. <sighs> This makes me aggressively mad. So he fled. Oh my gosh, not fled. Uh, he fled to the West, admitted to cheating on me, and broke up with me over text in the span of a week. This was past June. This past September, he came back for all of the rest of his belongings. How fun and enjoyable for me. I adore you. Hope you enjoyed reading this. Uh, excuse me? First of all, I know this would like low-key be illegal to tamper with someone's belongings, but you know what? He's the one who freaking left you. He fled goodbye. That is literally so dramatic. We love when men don't know how to communicate about their feelings, but whatever. I wish you burnt the rest of his stuff to a crisp and like put it in a bin. And then when he came back for his belongings, you could have been like, this was it, except I burned it all. <laughs> Maybe that would have been a little over the top, but how does one get over a situation like this? Because three years is a really long time to be together. And especially if you're living together, how does someone just leave like, you know, they've been plotting that for a while. Why would you not just say something? I will never understand that. Like, he just got up and left. Like, what do you mean? What? Hello? Obviously, he had plans to do that for a while. And then the fact that he admitted to cheating on you for an entire year. Goodbye. Moral of the story. I guess no one can be trusted. And I hope you are doing okay because I would literally be traumatized for life. All of these stories... I, I hope all of you who sent in these submissions are doing well because all of this is very traumatizing. And you know what? Why is this like a normal thing for women to be traumatized by things that boys and men do? Or anyone who dates men, it's like they leave us traumatized. You know what I mean? Ugh, I would have lost my mind if this happened to me. So I hope you're thriving now because you definitely dodged a big fat bullet because clearly he doesn't know how to communicate. But then again, I guess not a lot of men do these days. <laughs> okay, before I read this next entry, it's really short, but I just thought the subject line was funny. The subject says boy story with hot dogs. So, 
you know, that makes my head have a lot of questions. What do you mean? There could be a lot of ways this story could go. But this entry says, so basically this guy screwed over my bestie girl. We put uncooked hot dogs all over his car and front lawn. They smell awful. He still doesn't know it was us. And this was years ago. <gasps> I mean, you didn't hear from me, but I support it. <laughs> that is actually horrible though. And ew, uncooked hot dogs. First of all, hot dogs in general raise a lot of question marks for me. I'm like, what is it? What is in there? If I overthink hot dogs, I will mm, get uncomfortable. I don't even remember the last time I ate a hot dog. But anyway, you really did the most to ruin this man's, uh, I guess, day. I feel like this isn't something that would ruin someone's life. So you know what? Good for you for not doing something that crazy. I mean, you know, it's just raw hot dogs. At the end of the day, is that even illegal? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know if that's illegal or not. Uh, maybe, who knows? I've honestly heard some crazy, crazy stuff about girls that have had like guys hurt them. And this is like in my personal life too. Like girls from my high school, I've heard of girls keying their boyfriend's car, which I'm pretty sure is actually legal. I know this one girl who slashed three out of the four of her boyfriend's tire or ex-boyfriend's tires, because if you slash all four, then insurance pays for it. But if you slash three, then it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> Again, unfortunately, sometimes boy shit makes you go crazy. And so while that maybe doesn't justify illegal actions and I don't condone it, it's it's crazy and like almost comical to think about this actually happening. Because when you hear stories like that, you're like, damn girl, how the F did he hurt you? Like, are you okay? Because he must've done something crazy. Also, you didn't hear this from me, but I read somewhere, I think it was like a TikTok. I'm always referencing TikTok, I'm so sorry. If you put like, what are they? Instant mashed potatoes in someone's yard on a night that it's supposed to rain, apparently it makes the mashed potatoes like turn into mashed potatoes because of the rain and it's supposed to be a nightmare to clean up. I don't recommend doing any of that. I don't think it's necessarily right. I've never done something like that, but you know, at the same time, I get it. Would I do it? No, but when other people do it and I get to hear about it and consume that information, I'm just like, <gasps> oh my gosh. Anything I said in the last three minutes, I am not held liable for. I do not condone the actions of, and I feel like I need to disclaim that. You know, this is just a story time episode, okay? Anyway, thanks for sharing your story about uncooked hot dogs. I appreciate you. <laughs> Moving on. Hey, Ava, I love you so much, first of all, and I'm so proud of you for chasing your dreams. That is so sweet. Second, so I dated this guy on and off for two years. This isn't really a story, more of a story about him. Let me tell you, he is an interesting one. Not only did he break up with me 10 times, hmm... Hello? 10 times? What do you mean? But he texted the same three girls after each time, me and my two other friends. He had the nerve to text us when we all knew what game he was playing. I'm kicking myself to my grave for going back to him, but something about him made me stay. I cared about him, but on the other hand, he is just insane and I don't understand how he had the nerve. He then continued to do things like putting his exes in a group chat, asking us for news, and TPing our houses. Like, ew, go away, I'm done. Okay, bye, have a lovely day. <laughs> Oh, hello? Clearly there's something going on behind the scenes with this with this dude because putting all of his exes in a group chat and asking for nudes, I you gotta admit, that is bold. Again, the audacity, I don't know where it comes from, but they all have it. I don't even know what I would do in this situation. Girl, you know what? To anyone listening, if a guy breaks up with you more than three times, I would say at that point, please run for the hills. 
but this man broke up with you 10 times. Does that mean you let him back into your life nine times or like 10 times? I'm not judging you, but damn. I just have a feeling this is definitely a high school aged boy because there is no way like a grown man would do. Well, mm, I'm not going to say there's no way because there's definitely a way. That just sounds like so much effort. But again, I don't blame you for saying because, you know, sometimes boys, even when they are doing us dirty and they make us a little crazy, they have us under a spell sometimes it feels like, right? Where you literally don't understand why you're staying, but you just can't leave. I get that. I have totally been there. Don't be mad at yourself forever for staying through that because now you have lessons for the future and you just can't let yourself get treated like that again. But then again, I just feel like that was such like a high school thing. And I feel like you would know the red flags the next time you meet a guy. Because there's no way this guy is like a normal, chill, average dude if he is acting like this. You know what I mean? Okay, so this is from the same person. She says, hey, this one is good too. I was at a church event and this guy I'm talking to asked me to scratch his thigh. Hmm, I don't like where this is going. Okay. Kind of weird, but I do. He then moves my hand, exclamation point, exclamation point, up there, exclamation point. Ew. And I feel he is hard. He then says, oh, my bad. Like, yeah, you're bad. I don't want to feel that. What the heck? It was so awkward and I had to sit by him for the rest of the two hours. Bye. Love you. Girl, I love you too. But what are with these men that are in your life? <laughs> like, are you still talking to him? Are you guys still like a thing? Because even though that would be a little weird in any other situation, like the fact that he has to ask you to scratch his thigh in order for that whole situation to happen, maybe not the best way to like approach a situation like that, but not at church. Not at church. That is off limits. A little weird. I just know he was probably way too excited the fact that you were like touching his legs. Ew, that, mm, that gives me the ick. <laughs> Okay, moving on. This one is pretty short. It says, I was on Omegle one time with a boy and he wanted me to show him my you-know-what, my boobs. <laughs> and I didn't want to and he called me a whore and I haven't been on a... <laughs> And I haven't been on Omegle for a long time. You just unlocked such a deep memory inside of me with this entry because Omegle was such a deep, dark, and scary place and I literally forgot it existed. Does it still exist? If Don't look it up. Don't go on there. There's some weird shit going on on there that actually feels like a fever dream. But on the other hand, I remember being on Omegle mostly because I would put in like Justin Bieber into like the common interest. And so it would match you with someone who's also interested in Justin Bieber. And I was just enjoying talking to fans. But there's also the scary dark side of Omegle and just mm, stay away. Hey, Ava, I have been watching your videos for so long and love your podcast. You're such a big inspiration to me. That is so sweet. Thank you so much. When I was in the 11th grade, I was dating a guy of almost one year. I had put all of my trust in him and loved him so much. However, one day I found out that he created a second Instagram account to follow inappropriate pages. When I found out, he compared me to the girls on there and said that I lost my wow factor crazy, right? Well, now I'm 19 and I found the guy that I've always dreamed of. I learned a lot from my ninth grade or 11th grade relationship. And although it was hard, it made me mature and grow as a person. If anything like this has happened to any of you listening on the podcast, just know that it'll take time to heal, but you'll come back even stronger. That is so sweet. I love the message here. Thank you for sharing queen, but ew, that is gross. Ugh. You know what is really disturbing is when a guy compares you to like other girls online and it's like first of all what you're viewing online of like these women are not you know 
real most of the time. Like it's staged, it's posed. And two, that is so gross that he made a whole second Instagram to follow these like inappropriate pages. You definitely dodged a bullet. I'm so happy that you're in a good, healthy relationship now. That's amazing. Who knows? Maybe his curiosity got the best of him, but I have a feeling he probably didn't change and he's definitely one of those guys who walks around now just not giving the time of day to anyone who does not look like a perfect Instagram baddie model. But the funny part is that those Instagram baddie models definitely don't want him. So, hi Ava. First and foremost, I love you and you're doing so freaking well for yourself. And I don't know, I just felt like I should hype you up. Is so nice. You're the best. I love you. Anyway, let's talk about my ex. So this boy thought it was okay to have his best girlfriend over at his house while I wasn't there. So me being the person that I am, I told him I didn't want that and obviously went off. He didn't listen. So I decided it was a good idea to hang out with one of my guy friends. I let him know and he was very upset about it and I could tell, but I honestly couldn't have cared less. The next day he wouldn't talk to me at school. He wouldn't answer my text and he decided to have that same girl come up to me and tell me what he would say. And he broke up with me through her. So yeah, I dated a child that didn't know his brain from his D-A-C-K. <laughs> I don't feel like saying that word right now. Sorry, shouldn't use that word, but yeah, that's my story. Um, hmm. Again, with boys who don't know how to communicate and boys who don't know how to show respect the way he made the girl break up with you, goodbye. Also, that's kind of weird on like the girl's part, maybe. I don't know. That's such a weird situation. I feel like one of the most controversial opinions to have is whether or not you think that your partner should be able to have a best friend of the opposite sex. People have very different opinions on that. And it's always so interesting to hear people share their piece on what they think. But this situation was definitely weird considering that he was hanging out with a girl at his house and you went to go hang out with your guy friend And then he got mad at you for it, which is such a double standard. It's like, if he's doing that, then why couldn't you? You know, clearly it's like he thinks he's allowed to do something, but you're not. Uh, Red flag. But you know what? Sometimes I feel like stuff like this happens. So you know not what to accept in the future. Because I feel like once you go through something like this, you're like, "Mm, okay, never going to happen again. Honestly, congratulations, because you dodged a big fat bullet. Hi, Ava. I love you. My crazy boy story is I was dating this guy two years ago and about six months into our relationship, we were just hanging out on our phones. He always knew my my eyes only password on Snapchat and I didn't care because it was only funny pictures or things of us. I never knew his because he always told me he forgot his password. Mm, That was definitely a lie and I hate when someone wants your password but they won't give you theirs. Mm, Red flag. That day, I was just randomly guessing the password and got it. (gasps) What a detective, go you. Guess what I see? Loads of nudes of other girls. You can imagine I flipped out. The backstory of these pictures wasn't just that he was getting nudes from other girls, but that him and a large group of guys from their school had a group chat and would quite literally send all the nudes they get into this group chat. From there, they would save the ones they liked. Disgusting pigs. He ended up breaking up with me two months later. I should have ended it right then and there. Anyway, love your pod. Enjoy. (gasps) That is nasty that's gross ew and you know what the worst part is i am almost like not even shocked to hear this story because the exact same thing has literally happened at my school i've had friends at other schools who have had this literal same thing happen where there's this guy group chat and every nude that they get they like circulate it and they share it ew 
ugh, it's such a bummer and it's so scary because it's like, wow, okay, so guys cannot be trusted. And I just feel like that's such a breach of privacy. You know, even if you did willingly send a guy something, you definitely didn't ask for that to get like circulated around. And that's so gross. You really have to question where the hell their morals lie if they do stuff like this because something like that that they do in high school and they think is funny and it's like a joke i feel like down the line that could just grow to be dangerous you know if they're like okay with doing that like how are they going to turn out when they're older ew honestly go you i'm glad you're not with him anymore because that's gross that he was a part of something like that and it's also just like scary because these girls probably didn't know that their pictures were being circulated discussed and that is why we do not trust high school boys i just have a feeling this was in high school ladies please be careful out there okay the next one the subject line says he fell in love with a fake person okay let's read so one day this disgusting boy from a different school was begging me and my friends for nudes oh what is with these nudes and why are guys so obsessed with them Ew, red flag if he keeps asking you. Anyway, we found it super uncomfortable because we were both dating guys at the time. I'm still with the same guy and we are currently engaged. Aw, cute. Congrats, that's so exciting. But anyways, me and her decided to make a fake Instagram account of a hot girl who we randomly found on Visco. We named the girl Taylor and messaged him saying that he was hot. He instantly fell in love with this fake person we created and messaged her all the time telling her how hot she was. After a while, he started sending sexual messages making us very uncomfortable and confessed to us that he has a peeing fetish. Mmm. Mmm. It got a little out of hand, so we told him that we no longer wanted to talk to him again. Then we used the same account to talk to this other boy from our school who was also another disgusting boy that we wanted to break his heart with a hot girl. <laughs> you guys are low-key evil, but like, hey, you're doing God's work. All of the boys from school were shocked that this quote-unquote hot girl was talking to him. Then he asked us for nudes, and of course we said no, and he blocked us immediately. I was a sophomore in high school when this happened. I hope you enjoyed this story. The Instagram account no longer exists after the second boys incident, but it was very fun to mess with stupid, immature boys. I love you so much, and your content inspires me to be a better person every day. <laughs> First of all, the fact that neither of these guys found out that it was literally a fake person... Oh my goodness. Second of all, <laughs> this poor girl that you found on Visco, little does she know that her pictures are being used to be catfished. <laughs> Again, you know, catfishing is not right. You know, sometimes when you're in high school and you're with your best friend, you just like to mess around. Hey Ava, love you by the way. My sister and I love the channel. Here is my story. I was dating my ex-boyfriend for eight years and broke up with him in 2018 because he cheated on me with a girl from high school who was also the ex-girlfriend of his best friend. Uh, that is gonna take like a minute for that to compute in my head. Hold on. He cheated on me with a girl from high school who was also the ex-girlfriend of his best friend. Okay, got it. Now they're married and have a kid, but to get my revenge, I slept with him three times before and after having the baby. <gasps> it's like silent? Girl, what do I say to this? That is a lot to process. Okay, definitely a crazy boy story. Girl, you were the crazy one in this one. Well, you got cheated on though. Ugh, it's all a chain reaction. I don't know. None of that was, I don't know. I have nothing left to say. Okay, moving on. 
Hi, Ava. My crazy boy story happened during my sophomore year of high school. I really liked this guy, and he just so happened to be an ex of an acquaintance that I had. At my high school, we would have a bonfire the day before homecoming. I had told this acquaintance that I had acquaintance? 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 Hello? What is that word? Aquatent? Is she spelling it wrong, or am I not computing this right now? Okay, acquaintance, whatever. I had told this acquaintance that I had a crush on this ex of hers, and during the bonfire, she looked me directly in the eyes and kissed him in front of me. He didn't pull back. For two months, it went on. After that, she went into the service, and he decided that it would be a good idea to date someone who was 13. He was 18. And he went to jail. So I think I dodged a bullet. Um, that is a jam-packed little paragraph of a story. And boys who are 18 and older who are interested in, like, young, literal child teenagers are scary. Honestly, I feel like that's a pretty good piece of advice for anyone listening. If you're like 15, 16, 17, and a guy who's like way older than you is showing interest, sometimes you really have to have your radar up. You know, it's a little different if you're 17 and someone who's like 18 likes you. But if you're 15 and someone who's 19, 20, 21, run, run. Ava, the power you have over me. I have to be up in six hours, yet here I am writing out this story, so buckle up and I hope you see this. Okay, so when I was a freshman in college, I was 17 when my fall semester started and I started seeing this guy who was about to turn 22. I know, I know, I turned 18 about two weeks after, but still wanted to point that out. So we were talking, much more than that, but no relationship label, but all the relationship stuff from August until May on and off. Things were super toxic, but I never really knew anything better, so I stuck around. At a party one day, a random girl I never met came up to me and whispered in my ear, you need to move on from him. He's moving in with his girlfriend of three years this summer and it literally shook me to my core he had a girlfriend the whole time and he was hooking up with so many other girls on top of that hold for dramatic effect he was also hooking up with one of the professors from the university we went to girl i literally facetimed him one day and he was at the professor's house too disgusting but five years later and i'm happily married to the love of my life so moral is there's always rainbow after the storm You know what is shocking to me is when a guy can have like a full-on serious relationship, like you said this guy was in a three-year relationship, that takes a lot of work, okay? It's astonishing to me how he kept up with that relationship and meanwhile was entertaining all of these other people. Like that always shocks me when I hear about a guy who's in like a committed relationship but has like 10 different other little sneaky links. You know what I mean? Who, what, when, where, why? How are you making time for this? How are you pulling this off? Like what? How much time do you have on your hands, sir? Ew. (laughs) I feel like so much of this episode is me saying ew because, you know, I don't really say that many expletives on my podcast, but this would be the really, this would be a really good episode for me to do that because... I would be shitting on all these men. (laughs) I would be shit talking all these men so bad, but you know, I've got to keep it a little, uh, it's not clean. (laughs) This is not like a kid friendly podcast, I guess one would say, you know, I don't know. It's for like ages, maybe teenage and up. Okay. Anyway, most of these stories, I just, I have to react with an ill because there's a lot of things I could say, but you know, I try to keep it nice. I feel like you can probably tell that a lot of these stories are literally pissing me off and it's making me realize how many of us have so many insane stories because of boys. What a great bonding factor if you're someone who dates boys, you know? I feel like whenever I meet someone who also dates boys and men, 
you know for a fact you can always connect with them if you have like some crazy shit that happened. I feel like it's a good like icebreaker. (laughs) Does that make sense? Okay, next entry. Hi, Ava. First of all, I love you and the pod so much. It always makes for a better drive to work every day. That's so sweet. I'm so glad you like it. Okay, so my story starts with a second date with a boy I was talking to. I kind of liked the guy, so decided to go on a second date to make up my mind about him. We got food, then picked up some coloring books to do while listening to music in my car. Hmm, I know y'all weren't gonna just color in the car. Let's keep reading. We colored for a bit and then things escalated and all of a sudden we were in the back seat. Mm, I knew it. So about five minutes into making out with this guy, the car door opens and I make eye contact with a homeless man while sitting on top of this guy. <laughs> she put this emoji where it's like the scary smiling face where there's like no expression. It's just the eyes open and the mouth like smiling. It's the first smiley face that comes up in the emojis on the top left. It's that one. She put that one. I was mortified, so I quickly jumped off this boy and forced him to drive me home. To say the least, I will never make the mistake of having the doors unlocked while with a guy. <laughs> Girl, oh my gosh. First of all, were, was this in public? Was this in like a random street? Where was this? Because you can't be doing this in like a crowded area. That also could have been so scary and so bad. You never know how that could have escalated with someone walking in on you (laughs) i wonder if he was like trying to break into your car or i wonder if he saw you guys that's disturbing i would be traumatized okay this next email starts with all capitals no because listen so my attention is snatched i was chilling on insta when this boy i know dms me hi we started talking blah 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 he turns out to be in the navy totally fine by me After getting to know him, it turns out his mom lives in the same town as I do. He is deployed, by the way, so I haven't seen him in person. Fast forward to the Christmas season, he comes to town. I meet him and his full-on family like cousins and stuff. I spent all three weeks of his time in town with him. His last day, we said goodbye, but everything is going so well. I go home and I turn up blocked on everything. A week later, I found his private secret Insta, cause duh, I wanted to know what the deal was. Turns out he has a wife, also in the Navy. I text his mother and she says, yes, I know he has a wife, but I don't care. He can do whatever he wants. Bro, I met his whole family who knew he had a wife, but they didn't all care that I was talking to him. Anyway, this is why you don't date people that are in the Navy. Love you so much, Ava. (gasps) You know what is astonishing about this is the fact that I have heard so many horror stories of people that I know that have like dated guys that are in the army, the military, the Navy, and eh. There's not too many success stories, I would say. Most of the stories I've heard are very similar to this, where it turns out they have like a whole other girlfriend or a literal wife. I don't know. There's some weird stuff going on there. But what's weirder is that in your situation, not the mom literally knowing he has a wife and letting that slide. Because does the wife know? Because that's not really cool of the mom. Hmm. At that point, if I found out that the guy I was like talking to and kind of dating had a whole wife, I would just feel bad for the wife. Like, do you tell the wife or is the guy going to deny, deny, deny? You know what I mean? Hmm. That's a little sketchy situation. Hi, Ava. First, I wanted to say that I've really enjoyed listening to your podcast and it's made me look forward to something every week. That is the sweetest. 
And it makes me so happy to hear. Thank you. In 2019, I was in the same class as a girl who I had been friends with for about a year, but never shared a class together with before. Thanks to that, we grew even closer and eventually we admitted to liking the same boy. Instead of arguing over it, which is dumb, we found it hilarious and decided that our friendship wasn't worth being broken over a boy. Okay, maturity. We eventually got over and fast forward to now we've been girlfriends for more than a year now. We love how a story weaves itself together like that. That is crazy. The subject line of this email says happy pride month. So happy pride month, everyone listening. I love this story. That is so funny that you two started dating, even though the way you guys initially like came together was over a boy. Again, we love the growth. We came out to him on my girlfriend's birthday and he found it funny. We are all still good friends to this day. Oh, this was actually like a really nice story. I love how something that could have literally ruined a friendship, both of you liking the same guy, turned into both of you figuring things out and being girlfriends. I will applaud to that. That is amazing. Hi, Ava. First of all, I love you and your content. You are so talented and inspiring. That is the nicest thing ever. I love you. I wanted to tell a story about my last boyfriend. It was a pretty toxic relationship. He started doing drugs while we were dating. He would come high to my place the morning after some of his parties. I was still very young and I didn't know how to handle this. One night I met up with his girlfriend and we hooked up. (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm confused because you said this was your boyfriend. But then you said one night I met up with his girlfriend and we hooked up. But there's a space between girl and friend. So maybe it was his friend that was actually just a... Wait, wait. Maybe it was a friend of his that was a girl, but you were his actual girlfriend. I'm so sorry if I made this so confusing. Okay, I'm going to keep reading. One night I met up with his girlfriend and we hooked up. The relationship went on for a couple of months after that and then I dumped him. (gasps) Anyways, but the main thing is that I found out that I'm actually a lesbian through this experience. Okay, that's all. I love you. Please don't judge me. XOXOXO. Have a great day. Why would I judge you? I think that is awesome. You found yourself. That is amazing. You know, sometimes it takes a little crazy experience like that to figure things out. And everyone figures out their sexuality at different times. And so maybe it didn't happen in the best way. But hey, you still figure it out as long as you are happy and thriving then go you. Also, it seems like the relationship that you had with this guy, like you said, it was pretty toxic. So I would say it was a win for you. Hi, Ava. I love this podcast and I screamed when I saw you were doing a crazy boy story. Buckle your seatbelt. This one is bad. Mm, I love the beginning of this. Now I'm excited. So back in seventh grade, I dated this boy. He was my first boyfriend. We were really close and dated for a while. And naturally we started doing quote unquote stuff over the phone, aka nudes. I screenshotted his ween picture. (laughs) It's the way you called it a ween. I'm so sorry. I screenshotted his ween picture and I didn't know at the time that any photos on my camera roll on my phone also updated to my camera roll on my Mac. The next night, my parents called me into their room and my dad couldn't even look me in the eye as he turned my laptop screen to show me the picture. Hmm, I'm uncomfortable. Apparently, my younger brother went on my laptop while I was at practice and he came across the picture. My dad was so angry, so he took my laptop to my boyfriend's... Hello? Your dad is literally doing the most and making this so uncomfortable. My dad was so angry, so he took my laptop to my boyfriend's house and showed my boyfriend's parents the picture he sent me. Hmm. 
My boyfriend's parents then proceeded to ground my boyfriend for four months and we were forced to break up. My dad asked my friend's parents to make sure their kids kept me away from this boy. Basically, we were forced to break up and the whole school ended up finding out that my dad showed my boyfriend's pictures to his parents and still to this day, people are scared of my dad and I had trouble getting a boyfriend for a very long time. This boy and I ended up dating again a few years later and whenever him and my dad would interact, neither of them could look at each other. Thanks for listening. This is just too good not to share. Um, and that is how trauma begins. <clears throat> I am like, mm, I'm so uncomfortable reading this. I feel so bad. For the rest of my life, I would like be scarred to bring a boyfriend home to my parents, especially my dad, if this happened to me. Because I don't know, in a way, that's like kind of an invasion of privacy for your dad to literally show his parents I feel like that kind of took it to the next level. Like it didn't have to blow up that much and get that that serious. I cannot imagine how embarrassed and like horrible you felt because that is traumatizing, especially you're like in seventh grade. Um, Yeah, that would that would scar me for quite a little bit. Honestly, Queen, thank you for sharing this because I just know that this is probably like your villain origin story, but it is a good story. And at the end of the day, at least you have a good story to share. I don't know if there's anything else good that came out of this, but now you have a story. Yippee. <laughs> this one is going to be the last entry. I have a feeling we're going to be ending off with a bang here because the subject line of this one says in all caps, the horrible, no good, hilarious voicemail. So let's read. Oh Lord, here we go. Here's some backstory. I dated a guy for almost three years, but found out he cheated on me multiple times with my best friend and other girls. We will call him Ian. We broke up and I started dating one of his friends fairly soon after. Well, we broke up too and I was single for a little before finding my current boyfriend of over a year. However, my current boyfriend, who we will call Joe, was also close friends with my original ex, Ian. Here's the juicy part. It was a night before Ian's birthday, the first birthday he had since we broke up. Joe and I were still in our talking stage and things were kind of heating up and we ended up Netflix and chilling. While we were, quote unquote, chilling, I see my phone light up beside me on the bed. It was a text from my ex saying, what, question mark? This part is in all caps. I accidentally sent him a four minute voicemail the night before his birthday while he was at a Christmas party while having sex with his old friend. Um, I'm appalled. My ex was still an emergency contact on my phone, meaning that my phone didn't need to be unlocked to call him. Needless to say, he didn't believe it was an accident, and honestly, if I was in his position, I wouldn't believe it either. Long story short, never leave your phone on the bed, or you might send your ex an interesting voicemail. Included is a text from his best friend for proof. Oh, this girl sent me an image attachment. Yes. Okay. I've got picture proof text. You really didn't have to include that, queen, but thank you, because I was going to believe you anyway, but... We love a good proof, you know, a little, what are they called? You cited your sources. <laughs> oh my gosh, but that is actually horrible. If I was Ian, I would never forget that. That would be my villain origin story. Because imagine your ex sending you a voicemail like that the night before your birthday. <gasps> I'm sure you feel horrible, but like that is actually horrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just worse that it's four minutes long, you know, we're going to hope and pray that this poor Ian man did not listen to all four minutes because uh, that would just be worse. But I would literally be traumatized from that. And uh, I don't know. You got to be careful with your phone, guys. If you are, you know, doing anything, even if it's not like sexually, say you're just talking about something that you 
don't want other people to hear you talking about, leave your phone in another room, okay? You gotta, you gotta stay smart, you gotta stay safe, and I hope all parties in this situation have recovered because trauma. Okay, those are all the crazy boy stories I'm going to be reading from this episode. That was insane. I just feel like we had a fun little like sleepover moment where we share all our crazy boy stories. So that was really fun. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Again, I appreciate all of you writing in. Let me know. Please comment on my most recent podcast Instagram post if you liked this type of episode, just so I know because I can't really get feedback from you here. So I would love to know on the podcast Instagram if you liked episodes like this so that I know if you guys want more of them in the future. I am so inspired by what we said podcasts like story time episodes or confessions, stuff like that. And so it was really fun to do my own. But yeah, let me know if you like episodes like this. I feel like it's fun to have a mix of, you know, my like inspiring episodes and then episodes where it's pure entertainment. Our jaw is dropped. It's these crazy stories. So yeah, thanks for sharing. That was everything on your mind. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit we are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.